Hi there, and welcome to the Single Mother's Guide to the Galaxy. Now, before we start, I just want to say a few things. I know that um, quite a few of you actually look at my website because you comment on my, you know, Mum on the Run six-week challenge. And um, yeah, so if you haven't looked at it, go to my website. It's uh, the Single Mother's Guide to the Galaxy dot com, uh, and it's going to talk about you know lots of things that I do, lots of things that I cook, lots of things that I don't do. Um, but if we have a look at this look the reason why I said that first is um, because I have been doing the um, six-week challenge mum on the run and I had you know four main goals I wanted to achieve but what I found is um, I'm achieving those goals the weight maybe not so much I mean it started off well um, but if anything I think I'm losing a lot of emotional weight can you measure that does that count I'm not sure but <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm grasping at straws here um, but I think the reason for that is that I've actually been looking at the 12 universal laws and I started that because part of my challenge was you know to try and love myself a little bit more you know a bit of self-love a bit of self-care and so you know I started meditating um quite a lot and then yeah I, you know I discovered the um by total accident well actually I don't think anything is an accident to be honest in life I believe things happen as they are supposed to happen you know so and these 12 universal laws, um, they're actually changing my perspective. Like I always knew there was something out there. Um, you know, I always believed in the law of attraction, but you know, when you add the other 11, it's like, ooh, okay, this is interesting. Um, but listen, that's what we're going to do today. So we're going to go and have a look through these 12 laws. Now I'm gonna call them out like roll call, but before I do, can I just thank, um, we have, we've actually had a bit of an increase in listeners from China. So welcome guys. And I did see India had a bit of a spike as well. Um, yeah. So look, I just hope my, <laughs> I just hope, um, you're finding my information interesting, if anything, but yeah, look, the countries that are, um, tuning into this podcast, it's, it's really diverse. Like I'm really excited and I'm very surprised. And, um, yeah, I think next week we'll do the roll call of all the countries because you know how much I like to do that. Um, okay, so let's do these 12 laws. I'm going to call them out like we're at school. Number one, we have the law of divine of divine oneness. Number two, the law of vibration. Number three, the law of correspondence. And number four is the law of attraction. Number five is the law of inspired action. Number six is the law of perpetual transmutation of energy. Number seven is the law of cause and effect. Number eight is the law of compensation. Number nine, the law of relativity. Number 10, double digits now, law of polarity. Number 11, law of rhythm. Number 12, the law of gender now for those of you who know me i've often said i would love to be a bingo caller that was my opportunity to match yeah anyway shut up mel <laughs> okay stay tuned and we're gonna come back because i'll go through those laws we're gonna chunk it down a little bit so you know you're not sitting there going oh my god i need a break okay stay tuned guys and i will be back very shortly Hey there. Okay, so let's go through the laws. Now, I this is actually from an article that I read and that it really sort of explained the 12 laws, the universal laws. So we'll start with the law of divine oneness. Okay, so what is this? This 
first and most foundational law of the universe highlights the interconnectedness, interconnectedness of all things. It basically says that beyond our senses, every thought, action and event is in some way connected to anything and everything else. So this is what I thought I would do with this one, because what I'm trying to do is I'm looking at each law, wondering how would I change my life by implementing this law or by being conscious of this law. So what will I do? I think I can always show more compassion to others. I think that's what I would look at with that one. It's more sort of like, um, you know, show more compassion and, you know, even in terms of my thoughts. Um, so there's no inside eye rolls or, you know, gritting my teeth anymore. It's just going to be a relaxed jaw and relaxed eyes. Um, the, and don't get me wrong, this will change every week as I actually get to, to understand these laws a little bit more. So I'm just sort of throwing random stuff of maybe what I'll try. Because um, I think these laws make sense. Okay, let's get to the second one. The law of vibration. I love this one, by the way. So this is, at a microscopic level, everything is in constant motion, vibrating at a specific frequency. So this applies to matter, but also one's personal frequency as well. This law says that our vibrational frequency can inform our lived experience. So, you know, I, I believe this is true. Like, if you look at someone... And you know, sometimes you'll have a really good aura about them. And I think that's because they've, they're vibrating at the right frequency. You know, or sometimes you look at someone and you're like, oh, you're one angry looking person. You know, obviously their vibration is, I don't know, it's a bit scary. But the way I thought, how would I, how can I look at this and, you know, sort of adjust things that I do? I'll tell you what I'm going to do on this one. I will work my chakras like an Olympian. I'm going to train yoga a little more to become a human pretzel. And um, it actually suggested that I sh should do sound bathing. Um, so I'm going to take a sound bath. I don't know what that is, but I'm going to Google it later and work out what's a sound bath. Okay, let's go to number three. But no, no, before we move from, from number two, I must say, I do believe that everything in the universe is energy. I believe the you know, we vibrate at the right frequency, which is why things are matter, basically. So, you know, if you touch things and they're hard, it's because, you know, it's vibrating at the right frequency. But I do believe that everything is just particles. I know. I know. I, I believe in this stuff. I believe that everything is energy. Life is energy. Okay, so we've got now the next one is the law of correspondence. So this law states that patterns repeat throughout the universe on a personal level our reality is a mirror of what's happening inside us at the moment. So you got to. So I think what basically what they're saying is, think as above, so below; as within, so without. So what requires healing within a practice? You know, um, the mantra of this law. It's like basically what the mantra says is, it's happening for you, not to you. If my life seems calm and grounded, it is because I feel peace within. So. To do what I'm going to try with this one is I'm going to calm my crazy farm down. Like I do have a very crazy farm. Um, so I'm going to calm my farm. Um, I'm going to take a few deep breathers, um, you know, before I worry about, you know, assumptions. Look, a lot of stuff that I have, think happens to a lot of us is that we make a lot of assumptions up in our heads. And I did read an article where it said your body reacts to assumptions the way it actually reacts to something that is real and happening because you know, in your head, you're picturing an event and your body is responding 
to whether it's the stress or the pain, like the event actually happened. But nine times out of 10, it's an assumption that you're, you're thinking, you know, whether you're thinking that person is doing something, but it's not been proven or you know whether you think there's an event that's happening in your head like I don't know if you've been with someone and you think they're cheating but they may not be but in your head you've made this assumption that they cheat so you know you're stressing but you don't know if it's actually true so I think you know I'm the other thing I'm going to do with this one is I think I just need to take a a few deep breathers you know I think you know I'm going to practice a little more um to practice forgiveness if I've, this sounds really weird if I've made the assumption in my head I need to try and reverse assumptions somehow like just ignore them if it hasn't happened and I haven't seen it then guess what it hasn't happened and I need to let go of that because I'm stressing unnecessarily so law number four is the law of attraction now most of some of you may know this law it's quite popular so it says that a basically like attracts like and you get what you focus on and you have to believe what you are seeking is actually possible to obtain so it's important to learn how to vibrate at the light at the right level that attracts what you're seeking so if you repeat an affirmation but don't believe what you're saying it's actually useless so if i'm wanting to attract love but i have all these reservations guess what it's it's a bloody waste of time to sit there doing mantras um so you know it's about it's probably time to focus on attracting my future vision and there's no ifs or buts or second guessing or doubting so i'm going to remember what i put out to the universe needs to be something positive that i really want to happen but i actually believe it's going to happen um yeah I like the law of attraction. I actually like all the laws, to be honest. Okay, stay tuned. We're going to go through the next one. Okay, we've got, oh, shit, eight more. Bye. Okay, let's work through this. All right, what are we up to? The law of inspired action. So closely related to the law of attraction, the law of inspired action is all about taking those real actionable steps to invite what we want into our lives. So, you know, it's about letting go of our need to arrange and control how things will work out and just open yourself up to all possibilities. You know, it makes room for new ways or of achieving, you know, goals that we might not have considered otherwise. This is really hard because... I'm actually a control freak. Although I don't like to admit it. And I know that I have a few male listeners um, that are like, yeah, I dated you and you are a control freak. But, you know, I think with this, what I'm going to do is that I'm going to recognize that I am up Crap Creek on this one with no paddle. And I'll put in the more research basket on how to work out how to let go a little bit more. I do throw myself out there in certain things. But when it comes to life decisions, I find I'm very controlled. I have a plan about a plan for a plan if the plan fails. Okay, so number six is the law of perpetual transmutation of energy. So this law basically states that on an energetic level, everything in the universe is constantly evolving and it's fluctuating. Every action is preceded, is preceded by a thought with thoughts themselves having the power to eventually manifest in our physical reality so it's basically sort of i guess looking at when it's looking at your energetic level and that everything is constantly evolving and that you know this is probably more of of an aura thing um you know like if you think about it when you walk past someone they're really angry they don't have a very nice look about them which i always 
talk and I always say oh, they don't have a good feel about them they don't have a good energy and don't have a good vibe they don't have a great aura so um you know I think I'm just going to raise my vibrational frequency on this one because you know higher frequencies do transmute lower ones when they're applied with intention so you know it's, it's about actively I'm going to try and actively seek to uplift negative energy around me um just through my thoughts and my actions um okay so and i'll also which also means i'm going to work hard on not being a control freak <laughs> do i have an issue with that possibly okay so number seven is the law of cause and effect oh i like this one okay relatively straightforward this high this law highlights the direct relation between actions and events so what you put out there may not come back to you in that very moment but that vibration that energy that you've gone and put out there it has a ripple effect so if you're coming from a place of anger or resentment apparently if you put that energy out there you'll eventually be affected as a result um so yeah i think i'm going to be a bit mindful on this one and do you know what i'm going to do i think i might practice more forgiveness and compassion you know and i actually when i meditated yesterday I actually thought of all the people that have done something really shitty, you know, whether they've broken my heart to a thousand pieces or whether they've just hurt me or, you know, and guess what I did? I practiced forgiveness. I practiced sending out good vibes to them and I practiced letting go. So I think with the cause and effect with that, I practiced on putting out a vibe of love out there that, you know what, I forgive you. I'm trying to heal and I'm moving on. And I'm hoping what will come back to me is that you know emotionally it'll be a calmer place in my head okay let's go uh we've got the law of compensation then we're going to take a break so the law of compensation this is the eighth law by the way the law of compensation relates closely to the law of attraction and the law of correspondence you reap what you sow that might be a little bit of what i just spoke about earlier i think these laws are quite connected um they overlap a little bit but they do have their own merits so basically what this is if you're seeking something you must contribute in some way towards your goal so where i am being called to serve and support others today this is a really deep one and i probably need to research it a bit more but um yeah i'm going to put a little list together oh my god there we go i'm, I'm actually making a, a map on this all right guys stay tuned we're coming back for laws 9 to 12 then i'm going to let you go and hopefully you can start your day because i need to meditate okay stay tuned Okay, guys, we're on the home run. We're up to law number nine, which is the law of relativity. So this law suggests that we are inclined to compare things in our world, but in reality, everything is actually neutral. So relativism exists in all things. And in the end, um, I think it's like basically meaning in the end, the meaning comes down to our perspective and our perception. So applying this law can help us understand the tougher parts of our lives with greater compassion we are better off appreciating what we have without needing to compare it to someone else. So I think what this is, is basically, you know, stop competing or stop comparing yourself. If the person next to you, you know, has amazing things going on in their life, don't feel all down in the dumps about it. You know, look at what you have, appreciate what you have, you know, it's your reality, basically. Um, and I don't know, I, I think I'm going to, you know, I mean, I pretty much do this, but I'm 
just going to be a bit more conscious about it that you know if I compete it's only against me you know I'm going to run in my own race not in other people's races or not against other people um, I'm just going to run my own race and yeah that's it okay let's look at law number 10 which is the law of polarity so this law basically um, says that everything in life has an opposite there's good evil love fear warmth cold the key is understanding that there's all there's always like i guess they're all two sides to the same coin so if you're facing a difficult situation like a breakup or you know health challenge um tune into what the opposite looks like which can reveal a new perspective ah so this is like you know my challenge is i think of my challenge if i look at my um six week challenge of the four things there's the losing weight and i know i harp on about but i actually know i'm not terribly overweight i'm just bigger than what i like to be and what i'm comfortable with so maybe what i need to start doing is picturing myself um at my end at my end state where i actually want to be um you know i think i'm gonna or the, or the other thing i could do is actually go and put on some of my work clothes which is why i really wanted to lose weight because i'm going back to the office a few more days a week and um, i'm finding i'm wearing the same outfits because i can't fit into anything else and i don't want to buy new things because you know i'm on a budget um which you know and in saying that when i say budget it's just it seems wasteful why go buy new clothes in a bigger size when i've got some gorgeous stuff in there in a size that i actually got into pre-covid so there you go okay let's look at the next law so now we have the law of rhythm Hmm. So basically, cycles are a natural part of the universe. Physically, you can think about the seasons on Earth. Uh, or how about your menstrual cycle? Yeah, that, that's a good thing because that just, yeah. Okay, I'm digressing. You can tell because I'm getting to the end of this. Okay, so take note of your inner rhythms and try to work with them instead of fighting them. So if you're feeling run down, maybe it's better to give yourself some rest instead of powering through. And this is a really good one because I've got a lot of friends that do that. Like they're not, sometimes they feel really sick and they're like, no, I'm just going to get this done. I'm going to power through. And it's like, I had a conversation with two people yesterday and I actually said to them, why don't you go home a bit earlier, lie down, have a nap, take a bath, relax, just, you know, take a bit of a breather. Um, and I think that's a good thing, like the rhythm. So it's like you're flowing and, and I'm, I'm actually going to do that a bit more. And I'll tell you what, in my next relationship, I'm actually just going to flow through it. I'm just going to relax, chill out. You know, I, I think, I think where this is coming from is my next relationship will be with someone brand new, someone that I can start a new rhythm with that I can you know start a new flow with um sometimes I think you know when you get back with you know people that you've been with before it's not worked and it obviously isn't going to it's just going to repeat it's like yeah it's like a cycle so yeah I think guys take a note out of that one um you know but the other thing is meditation has really changed my life I can't get enough about uh, enough of it um it's heaven you know I feel so relaxed and grounded and you know my mood is amazing I'm feeling like I'm I, I seeing things really differently okay let's go to the next one the law of gender so this this is law number 12 so guys we made it yay 
So the law of gender has to do with the masculine and feminine energy that, you know, that exists in all things. So achieving our own balance, like between masculine, masculine and feminine energies, apparently can help you live more authentically. It's like the yin, yang, fire, water, book smart, street smart, rom-com, man, cave movies. I don't know. <laughs> that was a big stretch, wasn't it? But, um, but yeah, look, I've been told, it's really weird because I've been told by feminine people that I have masculine energy, yet I've been told by men I'm so feminine and soft and sweet. So it's really interesting that, you know, is, is it that, you know, when I turn up with the women, it's like, you know, the alpha females in the room. I don't think I'm an alpha female, but I've been told I, I can be one. Um, and I don't really like that because I actually want to be, I just want to act equally and be level with everyone else. I don't, you know, want to be angry lady or not. Maybe alpha female isn't angry, but I don't want to appear over assertive where people in the room who are less assertive all of a sudden shy away from having an equal contribution to the conversation because, you know, I'm overpowering it. Um, and with men, you know, when they say I've got really feminine energy, you know, I also don't want them to see me as some doormat, some soft, see, that's, that's the thing. Why did I just put in my head, which is really weird, doormat when I mentioned feminine energy. I need to work on that because feminine energy shouldn't be about being the, um, the, the lower or the lesser, you know, energy in the room and, you know, masculine energy shouldn't be about, yeah, I get that law. It just came to me. Woo. <laughs> just see how she just hit me then. All right, I'm going to go work on that. I'm going to go to the beach. I'm going to sit on my cliff. I'm going to meditate and I hope you guys have a wonderful morning and thank you so much for tuning in and thank you for what has been probably a good 20 minutes of your life this morning. Take care. Mwah. I love you all. Bye.